We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. And we're continuing on the subject of how to avoid tragedy personally in your life and the lives of others. And in this session, we're talking about wrong thinking and wrong speaking. The fact that many people suffer needless problems in life and in their business affairs because they don't think right. They don't think the way the Word thinks. Now, whether it's about the gifts of the Spirit or whether it's about something else in life, we need to think the way God thinks about it. Because there's a lot of people running around that's saying, Thus saith the Lord. And the things they say are not things the Lord would say. Many of them are contrary to the Word of God. But you see, we need to think like God thinks. And speak like God speaks. And follow the direction of the Spirit of God. So, wrong thinking and wrong speaking. Now let's go to Psalms 91. Because this is a psalm that has helped me tremendously in life. I used to be very negative in my thinking because of some things that happened to me in life. And you know, it's not what happens to you in life that causes you to be a success or failure. It's what you think about what happens to you. See, you take an individual that says, well, you know, this always happens to me. I just never can get ahead. There's just somebody up there that doesn't like me. Now, there's a fellow with an attitude that will defeat him in life and destroy him. He's thinking wrong. He's not thinking the way the Bible thinks. He's not thinking like God thinks. He's got the wrong attitude. Now, Psalms 91, let's just go through this psalm because it's important that we understand that our thinking must be in line with the Word of God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Well, my confession is that I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, see, you hear people saying, Well, I tell you, I know it says that in the Bible, but that's just not me. Well, that could be the reason it's not you. Because you're not saying it. Now look what it says in verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, in God and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Surely He shall do it. Well, somebody said, surely He never did do it for me. Might be the reason. Because you was always saying He never does it for me. See, that programs you contrary, perpendicular, you're thinking perpendicular with God's thinking. God says it's this way, and you say it's this way. And then God says you can have what you say, and you said it's this way. <laughs> so you're button heads, so to speak, with what God says. Surely he shall deliver thee. Now, I take this and make it personal. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover me. See, the scripture says, cover thee. But I say, he shall cover me with his feathers, and under his wings shall I trust, and his truth shall be my shield and buckler. See, the word of God is truth. It shall be my shield and buckler. 
I shall not be afraid of terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day. See, make this personal to you. Now, this is the way you change your thinking to the way God thinks. See, this is God's letter to you. And there's so many people that think so negative. Whether you realize it or not, this world's in a negative stream. And it's going headlong down to destruction because it's just sweeping everything in its current. And if you're not careful, they'll sweep you right along with it. And whether you've noticed or not, any old dead fish can float downstream. But it takes a live one to go upstream. You've got to change your thinking if you're going to go upstream. You've got to get your thinking in line parallel with God's thinking. You see, you think the way God thinks. Don't think perpendicular with God. He shall cover me with his feathers. Thou shall not be afraid. I shall not be afraid of terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor of the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Now see, that'll cause fear to leave you. There are people today all over this nation that are afraid to get out of their house. Terrified of getting out of their house. Afraid to drive a car. Afraid to get out in the open air. They're afraid they'll die. It's a spirit. It's a spirit of fear. And it's perpetrated on people because they don't think like God thinks. I'll tell you, the Word of God will set you free. Now, notice what he says in verse 7. Now, somebody would say, well, yeah, but you know, I know brother so-and-so, and and he believes this way, but you know, he got run over by a freight train. Well, I'm sorry about brother so-and-so. I don't know how he believed. I don't know whether he quoted the psalm or not. I don't know whether he made it personal or not. I don't know how brother so-and-so thought nor what he spoke. But I know what the Word of God says, and I'm not going to base my faith on what happened to brother so-and-so. I don't care if brother doodad did get run over by a freight train or died with an ingrowing toenail. I know what the Word of God says, and the Word says, A thousand shall fall by thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. So I say, a thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand. Now, if you can give me 999 people that died and believed the same way that I'm talking about here, and you can give me the name and address of 999 people plus Brother Doodad that it didn't work for, then I'm going to say, but it shall not come nigh me. Because I'm not basing my faith on what happened to those other people. Those 9,999 more. The Word said, the thousand may fall by your side and ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. So I'm going to hold on to this part of it. Now see, I'm going to think like God thinks. Somebody said, well, what if you believe all that faith stuff and you still die or you get run over by a train? Hey, man, you don't ever want to be caught dead not believing the Word of God. I mean, believe it, use your faith to the limit. Hallelujah. Now look at this. Well, let's back up and read 7 and 8 together. A thousand may fall by thy side, ten thousand in right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. And they said, you'll behold some of these things with the eye, but they won't happen to you. 
Everybody said, well, that's what everybody thinks is going to happen to somebody else. I'm going by what the Word said. I'm not going by what happened to someone else. Now, that's one of the problems in the body of Christ all these years and in the church world. That's the reason that the message of the gospel has been watered down until there's denomination today that don't believe in healing, they don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and in the beginning they all believed it and talked in tongues. But because of somebody's experience, they started leaving out some of it. Well, it's not always God's will to heal because brother so-and-so didn't get his healing, so they start preaching it that way. They base their faith then on experience instead of the Word of God, and that is dangerous. It's always dangerous. It's nearly always wrong to ever believe things just because of experience. See, experience is not the thing that you want to base your faith on. You base your faith on the Word of God. Now, you can learn some things from experience, but don't base your faith on it. Now, watch this. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Well, thank God that's what the Word of God said about me. Now, for me to think any other way than this way about it would be wrong for me. You see, any other thinking like that, I'm thinking perpendicular with God. As long as I think in parallel with God, then you see, I'm in agreement with Him. So I confess this. No evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. Now what am I doing? I'm getting my thinking lined up with God's thinking. This is the way God thinks. This is what God said about me. Somebody said, well, now that was written all these thousands of years ago. How could that mean you? (laughs) Well, because this word is just as fresh today as it was then. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Now notice he says, well, let's back up here to verse 9. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. See, you're going to have to make the Lord your habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. How many of them? All of them. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now that's what he said the angels would do for you. They're ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them or us who are heirs of salvation. Well, thank God they will minister for us. But we're going to have to believe it. Now, this won't happen to you, folks, just because it's in the Bible. It happens to you when you speak it, you quote it, you get the faith of God in your heart, and you activate the promise by thinking and talking like God talks. I've had people to just get upset at me. I had one individual, one minister to say, because I said, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ and confessing all the Word of God. He said, you must think you're divine. Do you think you're divine? I said, well, no, but I'm a joint heir with Jesus. I'm a partaker of the divine nature, see. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, I'll remind you that all of this week, our CD offer number is 7311. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling entitled Authority and the Anointing. Now, in this series, we talk about the fact that Jesus gave us authority to use His name. And it takes the anointing of God to destroy 
the works of the devil. Now, in the 10th chapter of Matthew, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him, and he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. And, you know, somebody said, well, he gave them power to heal everything. No, all manner of sickness, all manner of disease, not to heal everybody for this reason. It takes faith to receive healing. Not just the fact that the individual that prays for you has faith. In Jesus' ministry, you'll find that in his own hometown, the Bible says he could there do no mighty works because of their unbelief. You have to believe the prayer of faith is being prayed for you, or you have to believe in the laying on of hands to get that anointing to flow to you. Authority comes from the Word of God. And here in the 10th chapter of Matthew, Jesus gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Then we find that Jesus in the 16th chapter of Mark, he gave us authority to use his name. We have the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus, just as if Jesus was here. But it takes faith incorporated with authority and the anointing. Now, the authority is based on the Word of God. The Word of God is the final authority. That's CD offer number 7311, three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.